Geek Fights is ending. When I was told to create an intro for this topic, the topic was not known to me. So I thought that this time would be a good time to share with you all just how these intros even exist. Every single intro that you hear is only trying to get close, as close as possible, to the perfection that is this. Welcome to Geek Fights, the Ponzi scheme of podcasting. I'm Damon Shaw. With me, as always, is Mr. Mike Ortiz. Mike, uh, what are we fighting about? Well, uh, we're going very, very inside baseball here. Uh, we're talking about ourselves uh, to to some degree. Uh, mostly, we're talking about Jared, though, because uh, we are doing best Geek Fights intro. So, uh, who's joining us tonight? Well, the the this is the last of the, the wow this is it this is the last episode that uh well the the people who who made this show possible this is the last pick and it's alan's pick and it, it and alan is on the show say hello alan hello everybody wait a minute that's not my actual intro is it yeah why, why i want to see some about big tits oh okay well big tits and rape you know rape Keep those yeah, ladies milk. coming back. Big booty uh, <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> it was going to be funny, but fail. Well, it's never funny. It's always funnier when you don't try. And I don't mean you, uh, and specifically, I mean. No, he means you specifically. I'm sucking. That's me trying. <laughs> well, what, what makes it, this even better is this is a uh, this is the first time this panel's been together since Star Wars versus Star Trek. Uh-oh. What the what was it? Showdown. Oh yeah, that's episode right. fifty-three. Yeah, we're just missing. Jared oh, that's and right. Yeah, and actually, both Jared and Michael are on this list. Yeah, they are. Oh, so, awesome. uh, but Chuck is also with us. Hey, you and uh, Mr. Brian Townsend. Boy, howdies. Uh, <laughs> Mike, play that pre-recorded thing. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, here we here we go. If Webster's dictionary were enlightened enough to have an entry on geek logic, it would define it as any argument you can use to back up your choice. You define the terms any way you like, as long as it supports your claim and makes sense to you. There you go. All right. Wait, you got to say which one it is. This episode I don't know which is. One it is. Well, we already did that. We already did that. Yeah, this I is have... our best geek yeah. intro. Yeah, we already said that. That's that we're how the show. In a, we may or may not put in a geek logic thing because we don't care. Yeah, there's three episodes. <laughs> I love the geek fight logic. Geek My, logic. It's going to be there. It it was pre-recorded. Or it will be. I guess that's post-recorded, isn't it? Post-recorded. Yeah. Anyway, it's the magic of editing. It'll round be one. there. Uh, it's a it's a much smaller geek fight than normal yeah, there's We're not only doing 16 32. we've got there's 16 all of these are intros i'll do a little bit for you all of these are uh geek fights intros we put them in these tournament style brackets we're gonna vote and uh come up with the best geek fight in geek fights intro ever uh unless we do this again with another panel which you won't because we only have three episodes left yeah uh jump the you shark may moment. or may not disagree with us that's geek logic yeah which you heard in that pre-recorded message a second yeah. ago that may or may not end up in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, dude, we really don't care. I don't, we're not I, pod fading. <laughs> we're pod crashing. Yeah. You, you, yeah. It's, it's wow. Not a fuck is given. Oh, but this is way, and it's way more fun for us. Yeah. It's, I, it's <laughs> like freedom. It's so much freedom. <laughs> like, like last week, was it last week or two weeks ago when I just changed Change things on the list as we were going. Like, fuck it. I don't care. <laughs> Changing it. Uh, but anyway, uh, first fight. Starting off with you, Alan. Uh, I don't know how we're going to do this. I, I guess uh, I, I will say it like this because we're not going to hear this. But the first fight is Best of Captain America. So go ahead and play that now. If happy little bluebirds fly beyond the rainbow. Yes, it's getting so in happy homes throughout the country. Youngsters have safe, easy to digest from the time they're born till they have babies of their own. Yesterday, December 7th. 1941, with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. All oh, the forces of savagery and of barbarism. Whatever the cost may be. Italy also has declared war against the United States. We shall fight on the beaches. I therefore. We shall fight on the landing grounds. Request the Congress. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. To recognize a state of war between the United States 
and Germany. We shall fight in the hills. And between the United States and Italy. We shall never surrender. I want you to remember, Americans traditionally love to fight. All real Americans love the sting of battle. When you were a kid, you all admired the champion marble shooter, the fastest runner, big league ball player, toughest boxer. Americans love a winner. Americans play to win all the time. That's why Americans have never lost and will never lose a war. Versus Best Twist. And now play that one. Welcome to Geek Fights. The Ponzi Scheme of Podcasting. I'm Damon Shaw. Tonight's fight is best twist. Hee-haw. In a twist, this episode is kind of fucked up. As you can tell, I am not a human voice tonight. My performance is being done entirely by computer. With me as always is Mr. Mike Ortiz. Mike. Who is joining us tonight? Before I introduce the panel, Damon. I want to say that I'm happy we're trying this with computer voices. As you know, I have always wondered how a geek fight might sound without unnecessary emotional inflections. Can a geek fight panelist sway their peers based solely on the words in their arguments? This is why, in a twist, we had the panel conduct themselves entirely in text, over the miracle of the internet. Ha ha. I can't believe you talked me into this, Mike. Are you going to introduce the pen now? No. You're not reading the script. I don't need the script. I have the fucking shit memorized. Uh-huh. Do you have the names of the panelists memorized? It's a good thing that we're arguing like this over computer voices, because without this kind of filter, people might think we're not friends. We're not friends. Is that a twist? Maybe. How's this for a twist, then? I love you. Don't say that. I love you. Motherfucker. I told you. Twist. This is not a show. They must. This is only the intro. Fucking G-Rad. Couldn't find good audio clips for the intro. Don't bitch about G-Rad. What the fuck is he supposed to do? Play the clip when Bruce Willis loses his fucking wedding ring off his fucking finger. Or the part in the crying game when the bitch is a wiener. It's all fucking music and pictures. Twist. We're starting the keyboard. Now. Alan, that one's yours. Man. Um just to be a dick, because I'm gonna I'm gonna adhere to my my uh geek own geek code that i have of does something deserve a clean sweep um best of captain america possibly does but i am not letting anything rocket to the top so i'm going with best twist what a twist chuck um yeah uh i think captain america was really good um cool clips of uh famous moments in history etc but I'm going to vote for best twist too, just because it was a good twist. Because when I heard it, I actually thought the whole episode was going to be done in computerized voice. Um, and that it wasn't. So it was not only funny, but it was also a twist keeping the theme 
with the best twist. Brian Townsend. Um, I'm going to vote for best Captain America. It's probably some of Jared's best work. And it's, you know, it's actually classy. It actually elevates the uh, quality of the uh, entire episode. And and by and perchance even the entire series. So uh I'm gonna vote for Best of Captain America. Monsignor Ortiz. Uh I'm also gonna vote for Best of Captain America. I love Best Twist. I didn't see it coming. I thought it was a clever and funny uh bit. And uh, you know, certainly my declaration of love for Damon was also quite unexpected. And it, it was a clever commentary on how would you do basically an audio collage of twists because like he says it's all images and audio cues so you really you really can't convey it so it was actually a very very smart way to tackle the problem but uh best of captain america is is one of my favorites uh, i will talk about it more in the next round and if we really want to get technical you know the as far as a a, a jared record or jared recording twist is is really more like a just a written sketch and uh not one of the audio collages i guess that's what i'm calling them um that uh, that he puts together normally that uh they really kind of made made the show a lot better than it was by leaps and bounds and it's all tied up it comes down to me uh i don't know if mike did any any editing on this so you might have heard what i said earlier uh yeah best of captain america was my pick it's one of my three uh, I, I think it's one of the best intros he ever did. Made me feel fucking patriotic, goddammit. So I gotta vote for it. Best of Captain America is moving on. We are on to our next fight. Chuck, this one is yours. It is best Twilight Zone episode, which you get to hear right now. You Sign that says next comic book convention less than a year away. 
Best sitcom, which you get to hear right now. You'll have bought a lot of damage and enjoy the fun and manage in the facts of life. They shed a lot of light. If you hear it from your brother, better clear it with your mother, better come right home. Oh, her lady, right? Got the Sit. Good dog. Go ahead, Jack. Okay, yeah, uh, this is a tough one. I like both of these. Um, hmm, uh, I really like Twilight Zone. I'm going to go with best sitcom, though, because uh, they use some good clips from sitcoms, which I enjoyed. And, uh, well, I like the Twilight Zone episode. Uh, one could use maybe more like a like it's a cookbook and stuff like that but that's just me nitpicking both are really well done and um i was also on best sitcom i enjoyed doing that episode so that's why i'm voting for it brian you are muted brian unless you're dead which i hope you're not dead hope you're just muted not in round one. <laughs> oh, i'm i'm muted okay <laughs> all this newfangled technology i forget how to use it right in the middle of using it um yeah uh best sitcom of all of these is this is probably my least favorite so i'm gonna vote for uh no excuse me best twilight zone is my least favorite no so i'm gonna vote for best sitcom i say i'm not even drunk wow uh (laughs) mr ortiz uh i'm gonna vote for best uh twilight zone episode intro Uh, i it is one of my uh, one of my favorites. Um, it it doesn't kind of go the route of pulling a lot of audio clips. There's a lot of uh, it really plays a lot more with the music of Twilight Zone, and uh, and it there's a, a repetition. A lot of people don't realize there's a repetition of the the Rod Serling intro, but that's actually uh, Damon, uh, Alan, and myself all recorded our versions of that Rod Serling intro. And a lot of those distorted versions are actually the three of us that he wove into the, to the show. And if you, if you listen to it, you can actually tell us apart, uh, especially when Rod Serling says, or makes a reference to a uh, country club. I think we could kind of tell who, who that was then. That's um, right. And also <laughs> mentions that geek bites is a bunch of drunk idiots, uh, talking shit and saying terrible things about people for no reason whatsoever. Uh, which I think is as beautiful a description of what we've done for three and a half years as anything. Uh, yeah, I totally agree with Mike. I, I, I like the intros where Jared does go, hey, 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 uh, record, record yourself saying this and send it to me. Like, oh, okay. And then you get to find out what, it, what, what he's actually going to do with it. So yeah, I'm going best Twilight Zone episode. This one is all tied up. Comes down to you, Alan. Which one is taking the win? 
Oh, we got some heartbreaking good on here because I am going to have to go with, first of all, I just hate sitcoms. I hate them. I hate everything about them. And I love the Twilight Zone. So that is heavily going to influence me. And another thing that heavily influences me is any intro I'm a part of. So best Twilight Zone episode intro is moving on. And we're on to our next fight. Brian, this one is yours. Shocker. What? 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 The three people that are part of the episode, uh, part of the intro, I, I don't know. Maybe. All voted for it, yeah. but specifically Alan. I, wow, I'm stunned. That's right. Anyway, we're on to our next fight. Uh, we're doing it, a podcast about our own show. We're allowed to be self-indulgent <laughs> here. <laughs> I, I guess the, we kind of have to be. the third time we've done a podcast about our own show? Fourth. Fourth? Wow. Well, 100, and then there was the interview show, and then yeah. 25. I love that interview show. 25. Yeah, 25. So this is number four. But this isn't about us as much as it is about Jared. Jared is us. Jared uh, Jared is us, but Jared isn't us. The interview show wasn't about Jared. No. We get no history on Jared and Jared's amazingness. And the fact that Jared, before, I, I, I've known Jared now for, what, seven or eight years? The first, like, four years I knew him, nothing about music or intros or anything like that ever, ever came up. He, he's a writer. Uh, he, he's, he's a comedian. He's a very, very, very good improv artist. So like th- that stuff I knew about him had no idea he had this in him. And speaking of this next fight, Brian, this one is yours. It is best Simpson intro. Oh, sorry. Best Simpson supporting character, which you can hear here. Bring me. The boar worms. No! Not the boar worms! I'm a princess of the blood, Clytus. My father will have your head for this. I swear, he'll execute your whole perverted secret. <laughs> Versus uh, the classic. <laughs> this that's why it's called best geek fights intro. It is best musical, which you can hear right now. Uh, I just got off the phone with Jared. Um, I forgot to tell him we were doing best musical, so we don't have an intro for this week's show. Um, well, maybe uh, maybe Alan can do one. I mean, he does it does the mailbag segment, so you know he obviously can put something together. He's probably drunk. What if his intro is terrible? I mean, it it might be, but it's still better than than having nothing. I guess. Jared forgot to make an intro. He full on flaked. And Mike and Damien call me up and see if I can record an intro. I'm drunk and sounding kind of crappy. Because I'm looking stupid I hope Jared dies of AIDS Jared dies of AIDS I hope Jared dies of AIDS I hope Jared dies of AIDS Okay, Brian, go ahead. Well, I, I really have... Best musical is a sentimental 
uh, favorite for me just because your mom was on it and your mom was awesome. So I'm going to go for best musical. My mother is awesome. Uh, Mike? Uh, yeah, this this is stra- strange because these are atypical uh, episodes. Uh, best Simpson supporting character was, character was one of the ones from prior to Jared actually tailoring them to the episode. Uh, so it's it just when he was kind of creating just more generic sound bites and uh, best musical was not done by Jared. Um, but I will vote for best musical, even though I, I do not hope that Jared dies. Of AIDS. A vote for best music. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm actually kind of surprised because I'm thinking, isn't Schwarzenegger quote the first one that's actually tailored to what the topic of the episode yep. was. Yeah. This one was actually a flash Gordon yeah, uh, that was from Flash Gordon with the boar worms. Because he 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 just he, uh, before he tailored them, he would just make musical collages, as Mike said, and and do that, and they were fun. We he would like make ten of them and send it to us, I'm like here, and then we just throw them on whatever episode. Like, oh, that's a cool one. We'll put it on that episode. Uh, and then I don't even know how it came about. How he how it was like, hey, what? Why don't we do he said this? That you suggested it to him. Did I suggest it to him? That's what he says in, in one of the intros later on. Oh, well then. I guess I did suggest it because I'm amazing. Uh, but I will be voting for Best Musical because it's got Alan in it. And he sings a song and everybody loves it when Alan sings songs. Yay. Uh, Alan? Uh, if there is one intro on here that deserves a clean sweep, of course it is Best Musical. But just to be a dick, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw... Throw a bone to Best Simpson supporting character. Uh, Chuckles. Um, I'm gonna vote for Best Musical because I hope Jared does get it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm, exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, isn't there like a South Park or something like that where they're singing about AIDS? But uh, but anyway, um. Yeah, I'm going for Best Musical just because um, even though this is kind of the best Jared intro, this is kind of a nod Jared intro, but still manages to be fun. Um, and I think that he probably got a kick out of it because he forgot to do it and then this is what was done. So, uh, um, love to Jared, but I think that this is funny. So, Best Musical. Uh, and it wasn't Jared's fault. It was my fault. I, I still... Yeah, so even uh-huh. It was still my fault. We had flip-flopped two episodes so he did the one that was coming up yeah and so we did not have the kind of like what happened with the best of britain yeah he's like oops i forgot all about seinfeld or actually best seinfeld (laughs) episode which happens to be two intros that are the same aren't they yeah we just ran two (laughs) but anyway uh best (laughs) musical is moving on we are on to our next fight mr ortiz this one is yours it is best end listen up Yes, sir, I've heard the name. Uh, Luke, would you play that tape with the captain, please? Yes, sir, I'm sorry. Listen to this carefully, Captain. Jack over 9, 0, 4, 30 hours, Hector Peter Victor King. This is a monitor out of Cambodia. It's been verified as T's voice. And I've enjoyed my time on Geek Fights. Uh, got to involve myself in a lot of very interesting discussions and meet some really cool people and uh, contribute to what I thought was, uh, um, you know, an overall very um, lively and worthwhile discussion for the most part. He was brilliant. He was outstanding in every way. 
And he was a good man, too. Man of wit and humor. Now he's crossed into Cambodia with this mountaineered army of his that worship the man like a god. Because there's a conflict in every human heart between the rational and the irrational, between good and evil. And good does not always triumph. Sometimes the dark side overcomes what Lincoln called the better angels of our nature. Every man has got a breaking point. You and I have. Very obviously, he has gone insane. Terminate his extreme prejudice. You understand, Captain, that this mission does not exist. They were going to make me a major for this. Nor will it ever. And I wasn't even in their fucking army anymore. You know me to be rather loud and opinionated and tend to swear every now and then. And a few times I've said some things that are not necessarily the most outrageous in the world, but perhaps were a bit profane and unnecessary. And uh, my, you know, temperature tends to run a little hot sometimes. And uh, yeah, you either love me or hate me, I guess. Uh, it's understandable. Everybody wanted me to do it. Him most of all. I just basically spent the last two hours fighting for myself and my dick against a whole bunch of other people named Michael and one, not against the real Michael, but against my own dick. I felt like he was up there waiting for me to take the pain away. So, as much as I've enjoyed it and as much as I hope that you enjoyed tonight's episode, although if you did, I really question everything about your sanity. I am going to uh, take a breather from Geek Fights and try to find out how the hell it is that I ended up at this point in my life and uh, how anything like tonight could have possibly happened. He just wanted to go out like a soldier, standing up, not like some poor, wasted, rag-ass renegade. Um, I think my credibility has gone out the window. Even the jungle wanted him dead. And that's who he really took his orders from anyway. Come on, baby, take a chance with us and meet me at the back of the
versus best 80s comedy. Here it is. Asshole! The numbers all go to 11. Look, right across the board. Oh. 11, oh, 11, most of 11. The... Let's go up to 10. Exactly. Does that mean it's louder? Is that any louder? Well, it's one louder, isn't it? Why do you use the word trap? Huh? Why do you say you feel trapped in a man's body? Well, sometimes I get the menstrual cramps real hard. We just had a visit from the Environmental Protection Agency. How's the grid old man? Not good. Tell him about the Twinkie. What about the Twinkie? To the payments, the first thing you lose will be your feet below the ankles. Then your hands at the wrists. Next to your nerves. What about my tits? Did you get to handle them? Yes, that's my forecast. I'll stand by that. The next thing you lose will be your left eye, followed by your right. Nuzzling? I think $20 million is worth a little nuzzling. 80% chance there. Your ears you keep, and I'll tell you why. Sucking? I thought you weren't jealous. I'm not! I don't believe in jealousy. It's for the weak. So that every shriek of every child at seeing your hideousness will be yours to cherish. One thing, though. Touch his dick, and he's dead. So, friendly might include actual, uh, what, penetration? Mike, go ahead. Uh, this one is easy for me. Um, there's a lot of funny moments uh, in best 80s comedy, and it, it is one of those uh, those episodes or those intros where he you know pulls a lot of of bits and clips from from uh, from comedies. But as we pointed out, a lot of times he will not he will know what the intro is, but maybe not necessarily know the brackets in particular because uh, you know they they don't tend to go out to everyone until the show posts. Um, so there were a few in there that actually weren't on the list, uh, even though they were good. Um, but best end, it, it is uh, kind of a, it's sort of referencing the, the Dora song, The End, by playing a sequence from Apocalypse Now. But then that is Michael's original farewell. I guess he retired from Geek Fights for like three episodes. So it was his end, uh, kind of mixed with the Doors, The End. And because it basically casts Michael as Colonel Kurtz, um, I think that's brilliant, and I'm going to vote for it. So, so wait a minute you you think that uh, Jared gets your 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 brackets? Well, he could get them when everybody else gets them. Yeah, well, oh, you didn't know. <laughs> I, uh, that's part of that's part of the unknowns. That's why Jared always has an unknown pick. It's so, it's so when I actually have the fights together, the, round one. I send it. I send out the unknowns the, the exact same time as I send it around one fights to everybody, and I send those to Jared so uh, to get the unknowns. But not only to get the unknowns, but so he knows what's on the episode. So anytime that there's stuff that isn't on the bracket that's in the intro, it's because he was like, "Fuck you, people!" It should have been in the goddamn episode. That was that was very specific. Uh, and yeah, best end is sh- the shit. So I'm voting for best end. Alan, man. Um... Best and okay, my favorite guy on Geek Fights, besides myself, 
is uh, Michael Felsher. Um, besides all of you guys, of course. Um, and uh, best end was from man. What was the episode before that? It was his birthday episode, right? It was a uh, best best Mike. Best Mike, yeah, yeah, and and I I remember I actually I actually shot Damon a text like, dude, I'm listening to it right now. This is fucking phenomenal. You know, he's getting like a great. <laughs> he gets like at the end, he gets all super pissed off and like quits geek fights. I'm like, man, I thought he was totally into it. I After thought it we was... praised him for two hours. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was so great. I was actually like depressed, like man, and I was like texting around, like, is he actually gone? You know, <laughs> and then um. And it's like, well, you know, and then I was thinking like, well, maybe if everybody's cool, uh, you know, he'll come back. <laughs> and then, and then I heard the, heard the intro the next week and, uh, <laughs> it's totally bagging on him, you know, <laughs> like, like, oh man, that's not going to build any, that's not helping anything. Um, but yeah, best end is actually one of my personal, fa- it's not my choice. Is it, is that Mike, is that your choice? Uh, that was either my choice or one of my alternates. Oh, Okay. Yeah, uh, best end was uh, yeah. Anyway, it, it's a great choice. So best end, best end all the way. Chuck. Um. Yeah. Uh, best eighties comedy is a good one. Um. I especially like they threw in the Spinal Tap. This goes to eleven. Uh, some Blues Brothers stuff in there. Um. I'm pretty sure I was on that episode. That was a fun one. Um. And I was gonna vote for it, but uh, but Mike, I think, makes a great point. I'm gonna go for for best end, um, and uh, yeah, <laughs> the whole Colonel Kirsting and uh, Michael Felsher, and uh, I think Michael Felsher is definitely one of the funnest um, personalities we've had on the show. I don't know if it's the first time I was on with him, but my first memory of the guy was him hanging up in the middle of the episode, like "fuck this shit." Um, and uh, he gets really worked up, uh, even like on Facebook, he'll write like, you know, like I think today or yesterday, you just wrote like an open letter to AMC. And it was like these long paragraphs criticizing <laughs> AMC. Or, like, I saw uh, that. That was great. <laughs> yeah. Or, 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 or write, like this, <laughs> write like something really harshly criticizing some DVD company for the way they package the DVDs. And this man is, not only does he sound like Penn from Penn and Teller, but he's like the epitome of what it means to be a geek and his opinions are always great and on point and uh and he always has this geek outrage and it's always fun whenever he's on the show uh uh, definitely one of the bright points of the show and because it highlights that (laughs) aspect in a funny way i'm going for best in brian is it a clean sweep um well yeah considering that it has been pointed out that this entire episode is about uh, blowing smoke up our own ass. There's probably no <laughs> intro that it is more has, you know, blowing it's blowing smoke on a Northern California uh, brush fire level. This The whole thing about the equation of, of Michael Felsher with, you know, Captain Kurtz, which when you really think about it, you know, people, those of us who actually do know Michael in person, there is, uh, there's a lot of parallels between him and Brando. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was just kind of brilliant. You know, it does elevate the level of, uh, the program 
once again. So there you go. Uh, but but not Brando from uh, uh, Apocalypse Now. Brando from uh, Island of Dr. Moreau because he's got the cat. Anyway, <laughs> uh, on to our next fight. It's me, Mario. I get to do this one. It is Best of James Bond. Listen up. In Japan, men always come first. Women come second. I might just retire to here. something I'd like you to get off your chest. <laughs> Mr. Ozato, will you see my health chest? Really? Hi, I'm Plenty. But of course you are. Plenty are too. I'm Bambi. And I'm Dumper. My name is Pussy Galore. I must be dreaming. My God, what's Bond doing? I think he's attempting re-entry, sir. How far do you go? Faster than your safety belt. Keep leaning on that Tudor, Charlie, and you're gonna get a shot in the mouth. You like my things, Mr. Bond, James Bond. What are you doing here? Looking for shells? No, I'm just looking. Uh, just a drink. A martini, shaken not stirred. Sweet dreams, Mr. Bond. Three, two, one. I am looking for Doctor Goodhead. You just found her. A woman. Your powers of observation do you credit, Mr. Bond? You're quite a girl, Pussy. I'm strictly the outdoor type. I'd like to think you're uh, not in all of this, sir. Skip it. I'm not interested. You understand? Nobody can resist me. A war pistol. Pass me that rope. Don't let me make so much noise. No. Use the chloroform. Bond. James Bond. My name's Bond. James Bond. My name is Bond. James Bond. My name's Bond. James Bond. Relax, darling. I'm on top of the situation. Versus best of Star Wars. What have I done? No fulfilling your deep Anakin. Become my apprentice. Learn to use the dark side of the force. I will do whatever you ask. Just help me save Adam's life. I can't live without her. Not over yet. There will be a substantial reward for the one who finds the Millennium Apollo. We were both in the legislative youth program. Life seems so much simpler when you're fixing things. Allow this appointment lightly. The council does not. Disturbing is this move by Chancellor Palpatine. 
I understand. Gravity's silhouette remains, but the star and all the planets disappeared, they have. How can this be? A thought? Anyone? He could have broken. Repelled by the last push. The blast came from the Death Star. That thing's operational. What's going on? I am a Jedi. Like my father before me. Now, yeah, yeah. See, this is a hard one for me, but it's not. Because best of James Bond... Best of James Bond is so good. Like, I was very tempted to, like, put it on the internet for people to be like, oh, hey, why don't we make this into a song and people could play it at clubs and dance to it. But then I was afraid that we might get sued. Let's rephrase that. Mike get, might get sued because he technically owns all of Geek Fights, so I didn't do that. But I love the shit out of Best of James Bond. I think it's an amazing mashup. So I, I'm going to go Best of James Bond. Alan? Man. Um, best of James Bond is fucking slamming. I mean, it's slamming. It's it's real powerful, and it's got a it's got a great groove that's easy to dance to. <laughs> and um, not only that, man, I don't want to say too much, but the uh, it, it's one of those episodes that exci- that's exciting that you want to listen to the Geek Fights episode, and then you want to go watch the uh watch some james bond and it, it pulls that off it, it, yeah james bond all the way i'll vote for bond chuck um yeah it's hard to vote against star wars i like that one um i was a little thrown for loop i think with bruce springsteen being used in it but uh um but it's still very good great you know but i mean the sound effects and the soundtrack of star wars is just so great it's kind of um, you kind of don't want to vote against it for that reason, but yeah, I agree with you with the James Bond. I think um, Alan is dead on. Where like if you watch it, like oh man, I definitely want to watch it. He's talking about like oh, get something off your chest and the great double entendres. Uh, great intro, definitely one of my favorite uh, that he's done. So best of James Bond. Brian. Uh Best of uh, Star Wars, you know the James Bond one. I, it, I, you know, I it didn't it 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 kind of left it left me cold. So I'll go with best of Star Wars. Fuck Star you. Wars. That's a great sounding. That's a great sounding intro. I actually called. I actually called Jared on the phone after I heard that. And was like, dude, that's fucking. That's a great intro. Yeah, yeah the, the 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 the. I don't know. It was it. If if something is too, the, the the my main criticism of the of the James Bond one is that it's just too spot on. It's just like, and and I I really like the uh, the intros that Jared does that that sort of surprise me on some level or make me think about the topics on a new le- on a new level. And the James Bond one is like, there's just nothing new there for me probably because i'm more of a bond fan than i am a star wars fan 
but I don't know. It's you know, it's 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 they don't edge each other out by much. But I'm gonna throw some love to Star Wars just because you know it's Star Wars. Why the fuck not? Fuck, we I'm on the fence. We only did twenty Star Wars episodes, you know. <laughs> I'm on the fence. Mike, uh, I'm for me. This, this is this is tough because they are both uh, great uh, intros. Um, but I'm gonna go with Star Wars. Um, James Bond is is great, and it certainly is has a great groove and and could stand on its own as a song. And uh, it does what uh, many of Jared's best intros do in kind of encapsulating uh, everything about the character, especially you know with a lot of nods and and you know playing the different bonds but star wars does something a little different and i kind of sort of agree with brian and it it's it it goes in an unexpected place and it starts off with uh you know the the bit with anakin turning to the dark side and it goes into the song uh, on the dark side by and it's uh john cafferty and the beaver brown band i think they're called from streets of fire which we discussed on uh best fictional musical act so it goes into this kind of song that's lyrics fit so perfectly with what's going on. And then, you know, more than just playing stuff, he just distorts the sound so that it kind of comes to this crashing halt and you get like a Wookiee noise. And then it goes into this epic grandness of the star Wars theme, uh, with all these great iconic sounds. And then when it slows back down again, when you get to the prequels and it, it kind of becomes sort of a criticism that the prequels are kind of slow and meandering and, and bring that grandeur to a halt. So this intro is more than just kind of a celebration. It's also a celebration of star Wars, but it's also a weird critique of star Wars at the same time. And I think that's kind of a brilliant thing that Jared does when he sort of inserts some personal opinion, uh, into the, the intros, which is what we do throughout the show. So, uh, I just thought that was a really clever way to, to kind of take a shot at star Wars in the intro while still praising the parts of it that he loves, which is really what we do. Nice, man. I can I can hear I can hear. See, uh, the, the Chuck Chuck and Damon we're 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 not moving, but I can hear you wavering a bit there, Alan. Man, is that the last argument? That was the last argument. Did Mike charge? Fuck. Hold on. Um. Fuck. I got to change my vote. I have to change my vote to best Star Wars. <clears throat> I have to change it. When in, let me just say this real quick. When uh, I heard that, um, uh, it was just like, fuck, that was fucking bad. And I kind of knew Jared, but not really. I didn't really have anything to do with the show. I think I had mailed in. Actually, the only, the only thing I had to do with the show before that was I answered a trivia question. <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember, I got the trivia question. I, that's where I really got into geek fights. I was listening to it like, oh man, it's out now. And we downloaded it like trivia question and you win free stuff. And like, I, I, and I missed it the week before. I'm like, fuck, I'm listening, listening to it next week. And I'm like, oh, I know what that is. And send it in. I probably sent my trivia question in an hour after the episode posted. And then, um, right after that, um, or a couple episodes after that, the star Wars intro came out and it just rocked. And I love the part where, go to the dark side and the emperor's all like yeah <laughs> it just sounds great um that james bond james bond intro is slamming 
But I, I have to agree with Brian with the unpredictability of Star Wars, the Star Wars intro. Um, man, it, 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 it does take it, it. It's a different thing. It's a different thing. It, James Bond is cool. It's right on the nose. Um, but the James Bond is a critique from a perspective you have not heard before previously. Uh, it, it's rocking. So I, I have to go. I have to go. Best of Star Wars. It's funny. Uh, every time you said the James Bond intro was slamming, I wanted to change my vote because you kept saying slamming, and I'm like, <laughs> you should. You should never say slamming. You should never do that. Slamming <laughs> my dick. <laughs> That's fine. In that context, it's fine. Uh, and uh, yeah. Anyway, we're on to our next fight. Remember, uh, we aren't hearing these intros. You guys are hearing them. Uh, this next one is yours, Alan. It is best fictional music act. Ooh, you weren't supposed to ooh there. I was trying to give a break so you could put it in. So uh, best fictional music. That's what she said. Motherfucker. Oh. I know you all came out here tonight because you heard something that you liked on our. Geek fight, geek fight. We're going to play something different for you tonight, something you haven't heard. It's cool if you like it. It's, it's all right if you don't. Just decide for yourselves. The Blues Brothers? Shit. They still owe you money, fool. You know what I do? I connect. I get people off. I look for the one guy who isn't getting off, and I am. Make him get off. Actually, that you can print. Okay, what are you always writing in there? Poems, mostly. Can I hear one? One. You can't laugh. Hickory dickory duck. He ain't about to be blood. Too groovy for gravy. Too precious for panty. But he's a funky little feather bearing waterfowl. Jared's 100th intro, which there was some contention on, which which you meant by that. Best uh, TV theme song. Best TV theme song, which is a great one. So here it is. Four score and 100 episodes ago, Damon Shaw asked that perhaps 
I marry the intros I was creating to coincide with um, whatever the theme for that particular episode was. So now, here we are, 100 episodes later, and I've done that 100 times. I never know what the topic of the show is going to be until maybe two weeks before. That's when I begin to envision just what it's going to be. Now, this particular episode, this best TV theme show episode, happens to be the 100th intro I've created. I didn't pick it. It's like I didn't tell them, tell Damon and Mike, that maybe they ought to do the the best TV show theme episode to coincide with uh, 100 consecutive intros. So, basically, it's a fluke that it just so happens to be this one episode. There's some controversy on the internet about um, geek fights and... The, the show, right now there's a rather nasty article on Salon.com claiming that the outcomes of these fights are predetermined. And I'm here to tell you that, well, they're not. They're not predetermined. It's the panelists that decide who wins in each and every episode of Geek Fights. So I don't know who's going to win this best TV show bout. All I have to do is provide you with an intro. There's a lot of your favorite TV show themes on the list. It could be the one that wins. It could be Sanford and Son, which sounds like, well, a lot like this. It's 100 it's 100 episodes, it's 100, it's 100 episodes, and I've made the 100th intro. Or, another big favorite that happens to be on the list to be talked about is a theme song, which actually is guilty of being part of the earworm phenomenon. The earworm phenomenon is that thing where there's a tune stuck in your head that you can't get rid of. Earworm is heavily researched by people who market. And this particular theme song is probably responsible for the earworm phenomena as we all know it today. One, 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 one. One 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 Alan, go ahead. Okay. Best fictional musical act is good. Uh, that's a good intro. But there is a shit load 
Uh, people have heard me on other podcasts where I've done things and done some audio production. Yeah, I've done a couple of things where, you know, I'll do this, I'll do that. And it, it, it's funny how much work goes into like a little two minute thing. Um, forget the, forget the geek fights holiday special. That was a fucking three week production. Um, but you'll do a little three minute audio piece and the fucking thing will take hours. I'm not talking two hours. Like I, I did a thing one time and it was literally three minutes. And I was working on the thing for like 16 hours type of deal. So these fucking intros, Jared's not putting these things together. I, I, I would think he's not putting these things together in an hour or two going and just getting all those clips, remembering them, hunting them down, chopping them up, doing all this stuff. It's a ton of work, a ton, 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 ton of work. And to do a fucking hundred, 100, just at this, at this point, this was 100 of those fucking things. And I don't know how many he's done total. Um, but just the fact that it's a hundred episodes is just such a, an incredible body of work and stuff that, I mean, I hear stuff on major radio stations like KFI here in Southern California where guys will put together shit cannot even compare to Jared's intros. And so I was a total fan when he did the super shitty, just humming, making it all crappy, which is even better. So, uh, it's, it's Jared's 100th episode, best, uh, TV theme. Is it best TV theme song? (laughs) Yes, it it is. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. That one, uh, Chuck. Um, yeah. Uh, Best, uh, the fact that he did a hundred episodes is great, and uh, again, I I can't really knock the guy. He did a lot more than I did on so many great introductions, but uh, I really don't like this one because you have best TV theme song. You have so much to work with, like so many like catchy things in music, and instead, it's like this very slow paced, like long winded description of the fact that he's did a hundred. And again, I don't mean to knock the guy, but uh, I just really did not like that. Uh, um, best fictional music act was good. It kicked in a whole bunch of, uh, kind of like a musical montage, uh, kind of like what we, what I like about the stuff that Jared, um, uh, did. Uh, I mean, the hundred episode one is the kind of, I just wanted to fast forward through to get to the, to the episode. Cause it's like, all right, it's cool. You did a hundred episodes, but Jesus, you just, could have done so much with the, all those theme songs. So sorry, Jared, but uh, <laughs> but the best fictional music act was was a good job, and I'm voting for it. Brian. Well, uh, well, not only do I agree with Chuck, and uh, in general, you know, it is a little, you know, too self-referential. Um, not only did I enjoy the fact that the. Uh, best fictional uh, musical band, whatever, featured, strongly featured Cherry Bomb from Howard the Duck. A highly underrated band, in my opinion. But on a personal level, as someone who is afflicted with the curse of a near encyclopedic knowledge of TV theme songs <laughs> and to have not been included on that particular episode. There, there, are, two <laughs> epi- there are two episodes of Geek Fights <laughs> that totally and completely pissed me off because I wasn't on them. This one and the one about cartoon shows 
or cartoon theme songs because I have tr- I have th- cartoon theme songs trapped in my fucking head. It's 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 a it's a blessing and it's a curse. And being on geek fights for two hours talking about cartoon theme songs probably would have helped me out a lot. You guys fucked me. So since I got fucked, fuck Jared, fuck him, fuck everything. I'm going to vote for the other one besides that one. What? What? Huh? Uh, best I'm switching my vote. <laughs> I've switched my fucking vote because I wasn't on Battlestar Galactica. I'm with you, Brian. That's fucking bullshit. Uh, Mr. Ortiz, did we do a best cartoon theme song? No, we did not. I think it was just best. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Animated something. Yeah, it was one an animated best one. animated. Yeah, and, and the reason why you weren't on both of these, both of them, was because you were going to sing the whole goddamn episode and it had been added an ep- another hour to it. <laughs> um, go ahead, Mike. Uh, I am going to uh, vote for best fictional musical act. Um, I'm I'm really glad that Jared. I thought I thought it was clever, and uh, you know we were talking about going against expectations, but playing a collage of theme songs is what you're going to expect. Uh, Jared just kind of singing them and working 100 into them, I think was, was very, very clever. Uh, but here's an instance of Jared's cleverness versus Jared's cleverness, because even though he did that, uh, like Brian mentioned, he worked Howard the Duck in the best fictional musical act. So that intro begins with Josie and the Pussycats and ends with Howard the Duck. And Howard the Duck kind of dominates it. You know, Damon, you were talking about him putting things as is kind of a fuck you uh, I, I can't, I would never in a million years have thought Howard the Duck would be referenced anywhere in Geek Fights. Uh, and uh, and he did it. And he did it wonderfully. And it actually did make me want to go watch the movie again. So, uh, fictional musical act. And you regretted every moment of watching Howard the Duck again. <laughs> I, I didn't watch it, but I did buy it for five bucks. Okay. Wasn't there a thing that, that, that wasn't there a thing that that almost bankrupted Spielberg or uh, George Lucas? <laughs> Yeah, they cut the, the suit for Howard the Duck cost like a shitload of money. Howard, yeah, that was a colossal. <laughs> and the thing just fucking bombed. Uh, anyway, it it was the 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 shapes of things come, which you can. I, I think uh, Jared Jared did write a blog post about how Howard the Duck is the starting point of Lucas being crazy, not uh, yeah, I think I other things. That. So uh, that you can check that out uh, at www.heystartrek.com.net. I still never remember which one it is. God I bet you, you, I bet you, I bet you uh, Howard the Duck is the little acorn from which the mighty Jar Jar grew. Oh, definitely. He oh, looks, man. he's identical. Um, but uh, I will vote for Best Fictional Music Act unless Alan actually changed his vote. I just don't want there to be a clean sweep. We are moving on. Uh, this next one is yours, Chuck. <laughs> it is the best of Doctor Who intro, which you can hear here. Really, though, Doctor, tell me, who are you? That's the thing. I'm a doctor, but beyond that, I, I just don't know. I literally do not know who I am. It's all I'm testing. Am I funny? Am I sarcastic? Sexy? Vile misery? Life and soul? Standing still. I can feel it. 
That's who I am. There's something you better understand about me because it's important. And one day, your life may depend on it. I am definitely a madman with a box. It's bigger on the inside. Is it? Diagnosis. It's called the TARDIS, this thing. T-A-R-D-I-S. That's time and relative dimension in space. A space is made of wood. Listen. Listen to the sound of the universe. Amy Paul. Girl, you wait till you've waited long enough. So, coming. No. You wanted to come 14 years ago. I grew up. Don't worry. I'll soon fix that. Certain moments in time are fixed. Everything else is in flux. Anything can happen. But those certain moments, they have to stand. You will knock for time. Time can be rewritten. So, all of time and space, everything that ever happened or ever will, where do you want to start? What's a police box? What on earth is it doing here? They're always in the street. Feel it. Feel it. You feel it? It's a faint vibration. It's alive! It's like fire and ice and rage. It's like the night and the storm and the heart. It's ancient and forever. He burns at the center of time and he can see the turn of the universe. And he's wonderful. Versus the very first Geek Fight intro, which you can hear here. That one's yours. Um, I mean, you gotta throw some love to the first Geek Fight intro, uh, throwing the amok time in there with the beat. Um, so uh, definitely started, <laughs> <laughs> definitely started the whole uh, introduction. But I gotta go with, <laughs> I gotta go with Best of Doctor Who. This is probably one of the best ones. Um, uh, there's just so many great doctors and quotes thrown in there, and. Uh, Again, I like kind of like the the audio montage kind of approach when when Jared does that. He's uh, does a good job, and uh, Best of Doctor Who is one of the best. Best of Doctor Who gets a vote, Brian. You are muted, Brian. Unless you hung up because you were mad, or like I said before, maybe you died. <laughs> oh, come what? on, Brian. What will your students think? Uh, they'll think, I God forbid any of them are actually listen to this. Oh, I hope they Lord. are. No, no, no. Anyway, the uh, once again, uh, Geek Spite rears its ugly head. Um, if Tom Baker was featured in the uh, Best of Doctor Who intro, I couldn't recognize him, and Tom Baker is my doctor. You know, it, I, 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 I enjoyed, I, you know, I'm glad that there are all these people who are into the doctor now, but I've been watching Doctor Who for 38 years. And, you know, so all you young whippersnappers now who you can suck Tennant's dick and swing on Matt Smith's nuts. Tom Baker, baby. Tom Baker all the way. And he was he was he was spurned. He was dumped on. He was not fully represented. 
for the doctor who is the most iconic of the doctors. Not the most popular, maybe not the well, well probably the most well known because uh, he is the guy who represents Doctor Who, who for thirty years who was, was who people thought of when they thought of Doctor Who, and yet he did not appear in the intro. No, no Tom Baker, no K Nine, no <laughs> Leela stabbing the fuck out of people. None of that. And uh, <laughs> I, 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 I love the Amok time uh, in the uh, original Geek Fikes intro. As a matter of fact, when when the whole concept was proposed to me, that's exactly the music I heard in my head. Was the uh, the uh, the uh, the pawn far battle scene? So since you know. You know, why do I have to run some of these things up? I don't. I should probably stop talking now. But uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. <laughs> uh, this is this is actually kind of tough. I put. I mean, it shouldn't be. I put Do- Best of Doctor Who on the list. Um, it is one of my favorites. Uh, I think it's another uh, another one that does a, an amazing job of of kind of summing up uh, the character. Um, and it, and it, I love the way that it builds the music kind of escalates and, uh, and, and he, he picks some absolutely fantastic clips, um, of, of the doctors essentially talking about himself and, and, and I easily was going to vote for it, but Brian does make a good point is, uh, is leaving out, um, some of the older doctor who stuff, uh, maybe wasn't quite fair on the, and this was an episode where like, I think all the, uh, the new doctor who sort of went out in the first round, as I recall, which was, was sort of weird. So, nope. I mean, there's remember there are two doctor who episodes. There's best doctor two. Episode. Oh, that's right. An episode they went out. They yeah. Went out. This so, is the uh, one where all the new stuff actually reigns supreme. So, yeah, I mean, that's, I, that, that's kind of a good point. Um, I don't uh-huh. think, you know, maybe, maybe that's not a, a fair representation of uh of Doctor Who and yeah, leaving Tom Baker out. I mean, he may not be popular with with the the younger people, but that that'd be that really is like leaving William Shatner out of Best of Star Trek. Um. So uh, and you know what the hell I did the first Geek Fights intro, and even though it's kind of crappy, uh, I'll vote for myself. And one other thing is the kind of <laughs> Geek Fights, Geek Fights, the distorted Geek Fights uh, at the end of that. Uh, has actually popped up in most of the uh, most of the other intros, so it it sort of left its own weird indelible mark. Uh, so what the hell? I'll vote for myself. Uh, it's in all of the other intros. Would you that, say it's iconic? Yeah, it's iconic when it comes to geek fights. It's not in most. <laughs> it is in all of the other intros. That you saying geek fights is in every single intro. That Jared has ever well, done. Well, then I will definitely vote for it. Yeah. It, it is very, very iconic, but it was also very, very shitty. Fuck you, Mike. <laughs> I hated it. I hated it so much. Because <laughs> I had an idea of what it was supposed to be in my head, and that was not it. It would have been so much cooler if Jared had done our first intro. So I'm voting for Best of Doctor Who, just to spurn you. And like I said before, Best of Doctor Who was the episode that we had the more casual Doctor Who fans on. And that was the panel that it came up with a lot. I don't think there was very much uh, Tom Baker on there on the panel at all on that episode. So that's well, why. he yeah. does, Well, 
Well, fuck you guys for putting out the new stuff, which has <clears throat> made Doctor Who as big as it is today when you had best Doctor Who episode. So there, there's, there's a, a turnaround is fair play. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Alan. Which one is going to take the win? Man. Um... I got to go for the first Geek Fights intro. Um, yeah, Baker, what? Yeah, man, fuck. Okay, well, here, here, okay, here's how it is. I'm a huge Doctor Who fan. Let me, let me see. Uh, ups, fuck, man, I'm going back and forth on this. Okay, Brian, this is for you. Today, fuck, I don't know if I should put that. Okay, I'm going, I'm changing. I'm going with best Doctor Who. Here's the reason why. Today, I was at a place fucking today, and we were talking about old TVs, and there's people that are growing up now that never had a black and white TV. And the guy I was talking to was like an older dude. He's like, like you know, 60 type of a thing. And he said he was Canadian. I'm like, oh, really? I, I swear to God, this is, this is just a few hours ago. Um, I was like, you know, I had a friend of mine who lived in Detroit, and, and he was young. He would actually tack he would actually take his fucking antenna and like point it towards Canada to pick up Dr. Who from the uh, BBC in Canada. I actually said that fucking story today. Um, hold on. I have to sneeze. Thank you. Oh man. Thank you. Oh, I got the sneezes. Um, so because of that story, yeah, I, I, I'm not into Matt Smith. I like Tom Baker. But uh, Doctor Who is an epic geek topic, and I think Jared really delivers on that. And uh, not only does he have the newer people, but he's got the um, the Cybermen, that Revenge of the Cybermen clips in there that is so great. Uh, and you throw in the the Brian Townsend connection, and man, I really want to go. Th this is so it's amazing. It's a thing that's amazing to me on this bracket. Is how close some of these fucking things are. So, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go best Doctor Who. And best Doctor Who is moving on, and we are at the last fight of the first round. And this is gonna be slightly difficult for everybody, but it doesn't matter because uh, this first one is a 12 minute intro. This first intro is 12 minutes long, so you can kind of fast forward 12 minutes if you want to, because it's 12 minutes and a few seconds. Uh, it is best Star Trek episode finale if you want to guarantee that we obtain evidence of a dominion plot to attack the romulans i suggest that we manufacture that evidence ourselves pale moonlight it does have the whole you know uh uh kind of you know cisco having to learn to compromise uh his morality to make things work i lied i cheated bribed men to cover the crimes of other men you know star trek was was you know this this symbol of hope and the future and then 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 this episode made me realize that these these are just normal people they put their pants on just like us and they make horrible decisions just like us the cost of failure was so high if vrenik discovered that the data rod was a forgery if he realized that we were trying to trick them into the war it could push the Romulans even farther into the enemy camp. They could start to openly help the Dominion. If worse came to worst, 
they could actually join the war against us. I had the distinct feeling that victory or defeat would be decided in the next few minutes. Yeah, that made Cisco very human to me rather than a hero. Um, the end of the episode with Cisco just, I can handle it. I can handle it. A guilty conscience is a small price to pay for the safety of the Alpha Quadrant. So I will learn to live with it. Because I can live with it. I can live with it. Computer. Erase that entire personal log. Computer, erase that entire personal log. I love that so much. I, I gotta vote for Pale Moonlight. Mike? You know, uh, Pale Moonlight, uh, I believe, was written by, uh, Ronald Moore, uh, who went on to uh, Battlestar Galactica, and I, I think it's interesting that really all of the, the moral ambiguity of Galactica, it, it really just, it, it begins in this episode. Oh! If you can allow your anger to subside for a moment, you'll see that they did not die in vain. The Romulans will enter the war. There's no guarantee of that! I, I just love the whole story of Pale Moonlight from be, beginning to end, and and Garrick has just one of my favorite characters, if if not in Trek and all of television. So, and just the way that Garrick carried Pale Moonlight, I've got to go for Pale Moonlight. So, with a seemingly legitimate rod in one hand and a dead senator in the other, I ask you, Captain, what conclusion would you draw? And you'll get what you want, a war between the Romulans and the Dominion. And if your conscience is bothering you, you should soothe it with the knowledge that you may have just saved the entire Alpha Quadrant, and all it cost was the life of one Romulan senator, one criminal, and the self-respect of one Starfleet officer. I, I never saw that ending coming, um... Although once it happened, uh, it was obvious that uh, that Garrick was manipulating the situation to that point. And yeah, that's probably why Cisco did go with him. Are you hungry? Hungry, thirsty, exhausted. I suppose that proves this is not a dream, doesn't it? You think that this, your life, is a dream? This is not my life! To me, The Inner Light is much more of a true science fiction story. Um, jeez, man. The Inner Light is what TNG is about to me. Was your life there so much better than this? So much more gratifying? So much more fulfilling that you cling to it with such stubbornness? Must have been extraordinary, but never in all the stories you've told me have you mentioned anyone who loved you as I do. 
was real was as real as this is. And you can't expect me to forget a lifetime spent there. Um, Inner Light is probably my favorite episode of Next Gen. Uh, again, this is another episode where I didn't see how this was going to possibly end. And it's a tour de force for Patrick Stewart. And it really gives that and it's again this is an episode that only works for the Picard character you couldn't just randomly throw in Kirk you couldn't throw in Cisco it works in because it plays on his inability to have had a family throughout his life and it, this is almost like a gift to him I, I think it's the most emotionally effective episode of the uh, really of the entire show and it was the one that crystallized my love for next gen you're a good man wonderful husband I didn't mean... No, not such a wonderful husband. I spend my spare time charting the stars, disappear for days at a time exploring the countryside. My life is very much as it was. Old habits. You're gentle and kind. You never once raised your voice to me. I'd like to ask your permission to build something. Cayman... You've built your telescope, your laboratory. You don't need my permission for something new. In this case, I think I do. What is it? Nursery. You know what, dude? We're going to, like, seek out strange new worlds, and there's some fucked up shit that's going to go down, and it very well could affect you. Leave us alone for a moment. I... I need to talk to my husband. never talks about it he has a whole life a whole family that he loses when he wakes up from that dream he still remembers all of it he still loves his son he still loves his grandchildren all that stuff is still there and he can never go talk to them never see them again because they died a thousand years beforehand we hoped our probe would encounter someone in the future someone who could be a teacher someone who could tell the others about us rest of us have been gone a thousand years if you remember what we were and how we lived then we'll have found life again that final image of Picard playing a flute that 15 minutes ago he didn't know how to play but because of an entire lifetime he managed to live you know to live just playing it instinctively uh, is one of the most touching images of any series I've ever seen dreaming about that starship of yours again, haven't you? 
This entire matter is off the record. This isn't just a very long drought, is it, Father? People are dying out there every day. Just saddens me to see you burdened with the knowledge of things you can't change. Entire worlds are struggling for their freedom. And here I am, still worrying about the finer points of morality. I've been patient, Kim. A very messy, very bloody business. Are you prepared for that? For five years, I've shared you with that other life. I'm already involved in a very messy, very bloody business. I've listened. I've tried to understand. The only way. And I have waited. I can see to end it. Will we start a family? Is to bring the Romulans into the war. She's her father's daughter. I am prepared to do whatever it takes to accomplish that goal. But surely the technology must exist to save something in this world. But I can't do it alone. There is a plan in work. I need help. Father, it's mother. Hurry. Now, are you in or out? Seize the time, Manipal. Live now. Make now always the most precious time. Yeah, see, yeah, that that was <laughs> that's pretty long. Uh, and that's then, what she said. yeah, well, no, definitely oh. not. And speaking of, that's what she said. Uh, K- Karen has the unknown pick. Karen is Jared Fornby's number one fan. Uh, if it wasn't for Jared, we wouldn't know Karen. And Karen helped the show quite a bit early on. And Karen came up with Best of Twin Peaks, which you'll get to hear. But these guys haven't heard because it's the unknown pick. So hopefully you remember Best of Twin Peaks. Here it is. What's up? She's my cousin. But doesn't she look almost exactly wash for Palmer? But it, it is Laura Palmer. Lately I've been filled with the knowledge that the killer will strike again. But because it is just a feeling, I am powerless to stop it. One more thing, Albert. When the next murder happens, you will help me solve it. Let's test it for the record. Will the next victim be a man or a woman? A woman. All right. What color hair will she have? Blonde. Tell me some other things about her. What's she doing right now? Do you think that if you were falling in space, that you would slow down after a while or go faster and faster? Faster and faster. And for a long time, you wouldn't feel anything. Then you'd burst into fire. Forever. And the angels wouldn't help. Diane, 
7.30 a.m., February 24th, entering the town of Twin Peaks. It's five miles south of the Canadian border, 12 miles west of the state line. Lunch was a uh, tuna fish sandwich on whole wheat, slice of cherry pie, and a cup of coffee. I will tell you three things. Where do you come from? The question is, where have you gone? I know that gum. I used to chew it when I was a kid. That's my most favorite gum in the world. That gum you like is going to come back in style. The things I tell you will not be wrong. Roll after roll of gibberish. And all of a sudden, the owls are not what they seem. Special agent. Special agent. Special agent. Special Agent, are you there? As a member of the Bureau, I spend most of my time seeking simple answers to difficult questions. In the pursuit of Laura's killer, I have employed Bureau guidelines, deductive technique, Tibetan method, instinct, and luck. But now I find myself in need of something new, which, for lack of a better word, we shall call magic. we go best of uh best of twin peaks is the unknown brian go ahead um no i don't the only thing i recall about best of twin peaks is that it's less than 12 minutes and one second long therefore it's getting my fucking vote oh my god that introduction and and let me let me say qualify that it was one. That was one of the greatest geek fight fight episodes because it was just, to my memory, there was so much spite and and ire and and back and forth and love and hate and passion and all the things that makes you know hanging out with you guys fun. It's like, wow! I another episode. That I wished I could have been on, though I know I there is no way I could have improved that episode with my presence. I still would have just liked to have been in the room, quote unquote, while that was going on. But that that introduction is just too fucking long. I oh, I ah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm voting for once again the other guy, Mike. Uh, I love that intro. Um, I do remember the the best of uh, Twin Peaks uh, intro, and uh, it it certainly was very very Jared. And he, uh, you, you can tell the ones where he's personally invested in the topic, um, and ones where it, it's certainly not something that he he has as much of an interest in, where he has to find an angle uh, into the material. But with Best of Twin Peaks, I mean it's it's a love letter. Um, but, uh, best, see, I, I didn't think that, that it was, uh, it was too long at all. And I think this is one where it's, it's a matter of context. Um, you know, we had released, uh, a, a full episode, uh, 32, uh, 
32 episodes uh, talked about in, in best Star Trek episode and then released another one. And then we were doing the finale as yet a third part. So the, that was, was a callback and, and it summarized. You could basically, you got the best arguments from those two previous episodes to support the, the, the winners, uh, inner light and, um, and, uh, pale moonlight. And, you know, you've got clips of, of Paul reciting lines from the episode. And then, you know, we'd, he'd play the lines from the episode and Damon reciting lines from the episode and everybody just kind of waxing eloquent about the, what, what made those two episodes great and what put them into the finals. And it was really the first time for me, I saw the intros as being something uh, more or something bigger. And part of him making it that long was, was deliberate because, you know, we were basically taking a final round battle and making it an entire fucking episode right after that. Damon and I recorded a fairly long piece too. So we got a full episode's length out of what is essentially one fight. Um, and it's a good fight. It's an epic fight and an epic fight deserves an epic intro. And there is no more epic an intro than best Star Trek episode. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> and, uh, I, I, you know, I, I watched Twin, Twin Peaks when I was a kid. It's, it's a good intro. Not going, I'm not going to shit on it, but yeah. You only have to li- listen to best Star Trek finale. Uh, the, the intro tells you everything you need to know about what came before. You don't have to listen to the five hours. Isn't it five hours of us talking about Star Trek episodes? Yeah, just about. It's five hours of us just talking about Star Trek episodes. And it gets summarized into 12 minutes in those two. Uh, it's, it's beautiful. I love it. I, I'm going to go with the uh, best Star Trek episode finale. Alan. Uh, best best of uh, Twin Peaks was the uh, premiere episode for one of the the great loves of my life, the beautiful, incredibly beautiful Miss Kate. Um, but I was already a fan. I was a fan. I became a fan of geek fights about nine episode 19 or 20 or so and then the 25th episode came on with the interview for you guys i was really a fan and then um and the uh, best star trek episode thing came on and i was listening to it like da, 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 and then all of a sudden the finale and that intro was just it totally blows you away i mean it's fucking awesome so i mean yeah i mean so i don't want to give a clean sweep uh well, no, it won't be a clean sweep, so I can vote for it. So, uh, best uh, Star Trek episode finale, all the way. Yeah, it, it it definitely would not have been a clean sweep had you not voted for it, uh, Chuck. Um, yeah, the Twin Peaks one was well executed, and I like Twin Peaks. Um, but uh, yeah, definitely best Star Trek uh, episode. Uh, some of the best episodes the show has done has been about Star Trek because we have so many. People know the show so well, uh, just from having people that work in the Star Trek experience, etc. And I'm sorry, Brian, if you thought this introduction was too long, the show is too long. All of our shows are too long, so I think it's this was kind of the inagata de vita of uh, <laughs> of um, intros, and uh, it was great. So uh, that's why I'm voting for it. And that is the intro that moves on. There's 42 minutes worth of intro in the. Well, wait, no, it's probably more like 45. Uh, we, we've only been talking for like 15 minutes. So <laughs> this whole first round is just nothing but Jared Formby intros. We'll be back 
uh, right after this with the final four and the end of the fight. We pit uh, two competitors against one another and put it to a vote. Majority wins. The panel can decide the battle any way they see fit. Uh, Just use your geek logic. Did I just end up on a show where Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure is up against Forbidden Planet? And somebody just voted for Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? Welcome to Geek Fights, the Ponzi scheme of podcasting. I'm Damon Shaw. With me, as always, is Mr. Mike Ortiz. So what are we fighting about this time, Damon? This week's battle is best sci-fi movie of all time, best token minority, best animated TV series. Um, what's Geek Logic, Mike? It's Clint Howard versus Joan Collins. Joan Collins was hot, but she did Dynasty. F- her. Clint Howard, go for my maneuver. Can you make the sound a whale makes. <laughs> Download. Listen. Geekfights.net. Did you survive the Con of Wrath? Hey, this is Dr. Trek, Larry Nemechek from treklandblog.com, and the Con of Wrath is both real history and the title of my documentary about it, the most glorious failure in Star Trek history. No, seriously, the ultimate fantasy, Star Trek's first rock concert of a show, Houston 1982, where the original cast, nationwide fans, and local crew all helped turn this incredible meltdown into a miracle. But what did happen that weekend, and do we even know why today? Well, you can read all about it at conofwrath.com and see how you can donate to preserve this wacky, wonderful corner of Trek history. All donors get a screen credit and rewards. Oh, and if you're a survivor, like Walter Koenig, Harv Bennett, and Wendy Doohan, let us know your tales, too. Thanks a lot, guys. Hi, this is Jared Formby, and you're listening to Geek Fights. For the last time. (laughs) And with that, we're back. (laughs) It's fuck you. Arnold Schwarzenegger, 100 years old. Uh, Doing what we do every week, coming at you with Jared Formby trademark geek cred uh i've told the story before i'll tell it again uh this geek cred came about because jared was like uh all the white people on the show sound the same so you should do like something at some point in the show he wanted the (laughs) beginning of the show but i i decided on the middle of the show to to be able to differentiate the people so people knew knew who were who was talking which which makes sense and you know for the most part some of you have, have accents but most of you don't so we came up with geek cred and that's where you just tell a little bit about yourself and we'll go right to you, Alan, the person who made up this episode. What is your geek cred, sir? My geek cred is that I'm incredibly good looking. I'm a great dancer. Uh, no stranger to the ladies. <laughs> um, my geek cred. Well, I have a, a very beautiful young fan uh, or a friend of mine, the lovely Miss Crystal House. Hi, Crystal. How's it going? I'm geeking out here. Uh, but my most of my the biggest geek cred thing of all is that I have actually mixed a majority of the episodes you're listening to right now. I do, I do the audio thing every once in a while. And when I'm not doing that, I am tapping that fat ass, ladies and gentlemen. <sighs> <laughs> uh, Chuck, uh, oh. for, wait, wait. Yeah, you're going to be on one more episode after this, right? 
Yeah. Well, at least that. well, at least one more because you could be in the finale if you want to as well. Yeah, I might might do that. But Wait, uh, you're gonna be on Babylon Five. Woo! That's that's right. It's all been building up to that that episode. Oh, man. You know, this whole this whole series. Oh yeah, everything. Uh, it's Damon's favorite show. You know. So well, I guess my geek crit is that I like Babylon Five, um, and that uh, I guess um, I think I was the first. <laughs> I think I was kind of the first like listener guest on the show, and uh, I'm still here. I'm like Hitler in the bunker. You know, still stuck sticking with the show. Um, Yep, that's right. I made that reference. Uh, and I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, Hitler killed himself. Like, he went to the bunker to shoot himself in the no, head. No, anyway, he went yeah, to Brazil the show, and made clones. You know, to itself, you know. yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, Mr. Brian Townsend, what is your geek cred, sir? Well, as, as one of those white people of whom Jared was speaking, um... <laughs> Pop in your own. I'm not. I'm, I'm, actually, I'm, I'm, I'm actually a colored. I'm actually Doctor Doctor Jungle Bunny. But also, um, if you were to pop in your handy dandy um, digital copy of Weird Al Yankovic's um, big big monster hit, White and Nerdy and went down the list of things that he uses to describe his white nerdiness, most of them would apply to me. It, it, was, it was pretty disturbing to me as I listened to that song, as he was like, hey, wait a second. I am a champion in D&D. MCSer is my favorite MC. Keep your 40s, Alan. I'll just have an old gray tea. That's right. Uh, you 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 are missing the most important part of white and nerdy. You're you're not white, so sorry. But I can sound like a white person. Not really. Yeah, but he's so nerdy, it kind of overcompensates. It, it does. It does. But let's get back into the fighting. Uh, we we only have five fights left, so the episode is almost over. Those of you that are still listening, oh uh, Mike, this one is yours. It is best of Captain America intro versus the best Twilight Zone episode intro. Tough. These are two of my favorite uh, intros. Uh, actually, two of my favorite episodes, uh, as a matter of fact. Um, even though we are in best Twilight Zone, I think I'm going to vote for best uh, best of Captain America. Um. I'm hoping it will move on into the next round. I will explain my theory about it then. Well, I'm going to explain my theory about it now. Uh, don't get me wrong. Twilight Zone episode. Fine, fine, fine. Uh, I truly believe that the best of Captain America intro elevated the show to a level that the show was not on until the intro came in. I'm not even kidding. Like, if you listen to it, I will rephrase that. I was there. I listened to the episode because I listen to every episode before anything happens because I'm listening to what people are saying because I'm, you know, attentive or whatever. But I listened to that episode and it did not seem as epic as it did after that fucking intro, which is an amazing intro. So uh, I, I'm, uh, I'm going to. Wow, we just got a new like on Geek Fights. Look at that every day. Uh, See, let's not cancel the show. It, it's going away. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm voting for best of Captain America. Alan, man, 
<laughs> Should I say something here that will super piss off my good friend, Senor Paul Wolf, and say, I hate America? <laughs> That's why I'm voting for the best Twilight Zone. I'm voting for the best Twilight Zone episode because I hate America, Paul. And that's what we people do. <laughs> well, well, you are a Republican. I wouldn't expect anything less than that. Paul will get that. <laughs> I'm actually not a Republican, but. And you, uh, a libertarian. Apologies. Oh, man. Uh, Chuck? Um, yeah, I actually think both these are really good. Um, and because uh, it's hard for me to make up my mind, I like Twilight Zone more than Captain America. So I'm voting for that. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Brian. Which oh, one is moving on through? Shit. My rims never spin to the contrary. You'll find that they're quite stationary. All of my action figures are cheery. Stephen Hawkins in my library, huh? Captain America. My my stage is totally pimped up. Got people breaking from the top of your faces. Yo, I know power to a thousand places. Don't have a grill, but I still wear braces. Best of Captain America is in the final four. We are on to our next fight. It is best musical versus best end. Uh, I really like best end. Don't get me wrong, Alan. I like the fact that you sung a song about Jared having AIDS. And it took a while before I found out about it. I'm like, what? What's going on? You didn't listen to the episode? No, I, I, I didn't listen yet. Why? You, you didn't hear the intro? No, I didn't hear the intro. I don't, I don't even know what Alan did. I know Alan did something, but I didn't listen yet. <laughs> Jared has AIDS. I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) But best end is one of the intros that I was, I had an idea in my head of what it could be or what it should be. And he kind of reached into my head and pulled it out. So, uh, yeah, I got to go with best end. Alan. Well, man, I don't know if I should pull this out right now. Hey, Hey, <laughs> of your mom's ass. Yeah. <laughs> um, huh, I got to think of how dangerous. Fuck, best end. Man, is best end going to go on? Uh, okay, okay. Best end is a really, if you follow geek fights week by week by week, I mean, you literally, to, to get... To get best end and to understand best end, you have to be a hardcore geek fight fan and specifically a fan of Michael Felsher, with which anybody listens to any a few episodes that he's been on will will be in there and then we'll get it. And I actually thought, you know, it's better than pro wrestling that he was gonna quit. But <laughs> because <laughs> this is so fucking close and my great intro. Best musical is in danger of losing. I am going to use this. Not only, well, Jared, the reason why there was no intro, <laughs> I'm going to jump so trash. The reason why there was no intro was not because Jared forgot to. You guys probably don't remember, is because Jared was in those Colorado fucking. Those Colorado fires, and he was actually stuck in a fucking um, a refuge center and didn't have access to his computer because he had to run out of the place he was living because it was literally burning down and he didn't and and he didn't know if he even owned anything. 
um, because when they went down the thing, the fire was creeping up. So he thought his whole house burned down. So not only was it tragic that Jared couldn't, you know, was losing everything he owned. It was drinking <laughs> shitty coffee from the Red Cross out of a fucking uh, um, unsanitary fucking instant coffee uh, filter surrounded by weirdos. I did an intro saying that he also died of AIDS. <laughs> 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 so, you know, Hey, spread the love, uh, best, <laughs> best musical. And not only that, and not only that, if that's not enough, um, Damon's mom was on there and was totally having fun with the show and just kicked ass on the show. And I, I think I even, I even, uh, called or I, uh, I texted Damon saying how great his mom was on there. So, um, but anyway, it's best musical. <laughs> Chuck. Um, yeah, this is a tough one because, um, I think Mike made a lot of good points about best end and, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, this is, this is, uh, hmm. but I mean, I, I know it's kind of messed up the whole best musical, uh, <laughs> But um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got best musical. <laughs> Not only that, I said I kept saying in episodes that he died of AIDS. It was like a running thing for like the next year that Jared died of AIDS. Anytime he wasn't on an episode, <laughs> uh, Jared, to, has a, Jared has AIDS. <laughs> to be to be fair, uh, the, the fires hadn't happened yet. They happened right after it. By the way. Oh, okay. It, okay, was, so it, it, was, it was around the same time. It was actually, uh, I think, best of Batman that did not have an intro because of that. Right. And there were a few episodes that didn't have an intro because of that. We, we kind of just cold opened without Jared Formby intro. No Jared Formby house. No Jared Formby intro. I, I thought there were only two. And that's where he got AIDS from drinking out of the unwashed uh, instant <laughs> coffee, refuge coffee. <laughs> But with, okay. it had dirty syringes in it, and Jared but, died of AIDS. But, the, but this one, Best Musical, is not one of the ones that was because of the fire. Right. That was because of a miscommunication. Yeah, it was because of miscommunication. Yeah. My uh, story's better. Your story is better, but it is not <laughs> accurate. Um, Brian? Wow. This is, this is, this is incredibly difficult because you have um, the increasingly mythologized um, Jared has AIDS versus the image in my head of Michael Felsher sitting in his office with the light from his monitor, computer monitor, just lighting him from below, running his hand back and forth across his head, going, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, I, wow. See, oh, God. That is, I mean, this is, this is two particularly brilliant moments <laughs> in, in the, uh, creation of, 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 of the themes of the, uh, yeah, the opening themes, you know. Wow. And it's some of it's so you know Jared has AIDS. I mean come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Felcher but, was able to come back, but 
uh, Jared because of a um, of of uh, low quality Tijuana condoms is no longer with us. It's 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 a horrible story. See, and 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 this is where. Okay, Alan, I, I hate to do this to you. No, oh, no. This is the see the Michael Felsher introduction is like pro wrestling. It is literally like the pro wrestling has crossed over into the geek fights universe. It, it's 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 like a little story, a little soap opera that carries onward. It it Mike leaves. He gets pissed off one time too many. He leaves. And because, you know, nobody is, 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 is at the end of the day, nobody is really, you know, going to let his bullshit go unchallenged. It winds up as part of an introduction to Geek Fight. Geek, Mike, Mike Michael Felsher is in many ways he is the heart and soul and spirit and icon. He is almost the Captain America of geek fights. And I, I, I. Pick this up. No, uh-huh. not compared to the intros. The intros are way. I like Felsher, but dude, the intros are. I'll take the no, intros over Felsher. But the, see, but see, the intros are as an integral a part of of geek fights as Felsher, but just not you. You're not, it's you versus Felsher in this case. And I'm sorry, I'm going to have to vote for Felsher in terms of. (laughs) (laughs) Felsher is not in, in, in alleys, alleyways in, in the back of, of dirty cabs, having unprotected sex with cross-dressing transsexual men, women, who knows what Jared's doing. I don't know how he got that. (laughs) I mean, come on, you know, the guy, you know, I hope the medication's kicking in so he doesn't keel over, but he's looking pretty thin these days. Come on. (laughs) I don't, I I don't want either of these to go. I don't (laughs) want either of these to go, but the, but, I'm making a quilt, Brian. <laughs> I'm making a Jared quilt here. And the first square is J. Okay. And the next one is a Dalek. Then there's an R. Then there's uh, the Star Trek symbol. <laughs> and then there's a A. I was drunk when I put it together. That's All what right. The so, wrong. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm still voting for Felsher. You go longer than the best Star Trek finale. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Mike. Which one is moving on? Uh, th- this was uh, a little difficult at first, and then as as people were talking, it got easier. Uh, I am voting for uh, best musical uh, because Ooh! fuck Michael Felsher. Why? I'm tired <laughs> of everybody. Uh, you know, just just sucking his dick on this show. He and his dick had got plenty of praise. And that's what led to that uh, that little <laughs> tantrum, where he where he had to throw a hissy fit after we were saying nice things to him. Fuck him! And then he didn't even have the balls to stick with it. That was not a best end. He was, he was on three episodes later. If he had actually stuck by his guns and 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 quit the show, then maybe. But that wasn't even an end. Uh, and and so fuck him. Uh, he doesn't even listen to this show, so I can say fuck him. 
<laughs> my, so. my actual favorite best end of 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 uh, Michael's is when he actually did quit the show for about five months. Yeah, he did quit and for, and was being a big baby about it, like yeah. because he wasn't on an episode he wanted to be on. <laughs> Brian gets stiffed on episodes, and all he does is just detains his vote. He doesn't doesn't quit the fucking show. And then the one time he does quit, and he just gives the, the no answers during Best of Friends, and that was his choice. So fuck him, fuck him again. Yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Yeah, he's, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, but I was looking forward to hearing some Felsher too, and I'm like, well, I I didn't get it. Is he is he gonna come back? Because sometimes he'll like come yeah, back after. We're, you know. me, Alan, oh, he's too busy getting abducted by aliens and fighting raptors. Anyway, best musical. Moving on, on to our next fight, Alan. This one is yours. Best of Star Star Wars intro versus best fictional music act intro. Man. Um. Okay, I I since I came out of the closet, um, I uh I mix almost everything you hear. I did not mix, uh, best of Star Wars. Um, it was a phenomenal mix. It sounds fucking great. Um, and Jared was hitting it, and then a couple times he did a couple episodes where I was like, well, I could help that out a little bit. And I hit him up like, hey, dude, let me, uh, you care if I mix the intros, you know, send me the stuff and let me do the mixing. Um, but best of Star Wars kicks ass. Uh, it's a really good one. The thing that I like about best fictional musical act, that one I did mix. Um, and I set it up. I wanted it to sound like when it says geek fights, I wanted it to sound like it was coming through the arena PA system. And, uh, and it really did come off like that and sound really cool. And then it, and it really sounds like, you know what? Fuck, fuck you, Jared. <laughs> it says, it sounds like geek fights comes out of the fucking arena PA system and the crowd goes crazy. <sighs> geek fights. And then <sighs> like the, like there's a whole arena. I'm not going to pick star Wars over a whole arena of geek fights fans. So I'm, I'm going with best fictional musical act just to be a dick. You know, uh, all of the Geek Fight fans can fit in, like, a room. You don't need to get an arena. Like, a, a room will hold all of you. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, not, that, it's not that many. Um, a vote for a Best Fiction. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, not a big a bus. bus. Yes, a, bus. Uh, a bus. Mega a bus. bus. Mega bus. Uh, that, w- that would leave way too many seats. Well, some yeah. people want to stretch out. Okay. Yeah. So, and a lot um, of us are pretty fat. We really need two seats. Yeah, okay. There we go. A mega bus, uh, Chuck. Uh, well, we could have a geek fights day at Miami Marlins Stadium and double their attendance in their their arena, probably. But, uh, um, okay, so I'm going to go for best of Star Wars. I thought some people made some good cases about uh, how it was done, and um, also best fictional musical act. Uh, really prominently featured um, Josie and the Pussycats, and out of sheer spite. Uh, Josie and the Pussycats has won, I think, at least two geek fights just because the logic was, oh, yeah, well, this thing is good, but there's more than one Josie and the Pussycats. Oh, man, there's multiple. And it was this logic that pissed me off in a couple episodes. And just for out of sheer spite, I'm going for Star Wars. Uh, there are three of them. It's best fictional female. Uh, or yeah, I think that, that came up somewhere. Or that that launched that uh, there are three of them. Geek yeah. logic too. It did. It's amazing. Uh, yeah, I'm still pissed about it. <laughs> Brian? Well, 
Okay, now I'm torn because originally I wanted to vote for best fictional band because you know on top of everything else I I like fictional bands, but Chuck Spite now is 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 swaying me because if there's you know anything I love more than fictional bands it's Spite. Um, <laughs> at at this point, it's the uh, What's the other what's the other intro again? Star Wars. Oh yeah, Star Wars. Well, I have too much I have too much fight about Star Wars because, you know, Star Wars, the only black man in Star Wars for 30 years was a fucking pimp who betrayed everybody. So fuck them. Uh, he wasn't black. He just had a he just had a he had one of those uh, <laughs> big black dicks that you buy at, at the uh, sex shops implanted and so he changed his voice. What about the so, guy who's the guard on, uh, you know? What about that guy that dies in an explosion? On, on the yeah, planet exactly. where Joker was, the guy who's a guard. He's black. Exactly. So there, <laughs> for, for exactly that reason, I am going to be voting for uh, Best Fictional Band. Thank you, Alan. You helped me immensely. <laughs> Mr. Ortiz, uh, what would tie it up? Star Wars? I will okay. vote for best of Star Wars. One, to tie it up. because This is a tough one. And two, because I, I do still think uh, the, the way that it, it moves between being uh, kind of the, the rock song to the sort of epic John Williams theme and iconic sounds and then it comes sort of crashing down uh but then comes back with uh with the uh, kind of return of the jedi stuff in its finale uh it, it really is just kind of a nice uh sweeping examination of star wars as a whole good and bad even though it was uh technically just supposed to be the best and they had padme talking about was it like going to school with some kid so yeah and there's some there's some there's some bad stuff in star wars and jared called him out on it so Let's give him props for that. You say it. He said like this was a hard one. Uh, Best of James Bond was my pick, and I love the shit out of that. And it lost to Best of Star Wars, but only because Best of Star Wars is actually a better intro. Uh, And if we do this right, it happens every time somebody mentions something about upcoming fights. If Star Wars wins this fight, which it is going to win, and Star Trek wins the next fight, which I'm pretty sure it's going to win, we get Star Trek versus Star Wars. So why not? So I'm going to go with the Star Wars intro and we're moving on to our next fight. Uh, Chuck, this one is yours. It's best of Doctor Who intro versus the best Star Trek finale intro. Hmm. This is a tough one. Um, hmm. Best of Doctor Who, Brian did make a good point that they didn't have some of the older Doctor Who's on there. Um, but uh, I kind of sympathize, but uh, at the same time, when some people become interested in some geek stuff, it's basically because it's become, it's been more it's more entertaining. It's not as hokey. And campy, like uh, when the Onion ran that article about the Abrams Star Wars movie, how uh, Star Wars fans were complaining, uh, Star Trek uh, fans were complaining that the movie was fun and watchable. Um, uh, but 
uh, yeah, I'm, I just can't vote against Star Trek. Um, uh, I do. I think that was a great episode. Uh, um, yeah, it might have been a little plotting, and we kind of go into way too much detail about Star Trek. But uh, um, and uh, I also like Star Trek more than, than Doctor Who, even though I love both of them, and they were both good intros. Um, and again, uh, the Star Trek was kind of the Inagata Davida of, of, of the intro. So that's why I'm going for it. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, Brian. Hey, Marge. Remember when we used to make out to the intro? I'll vote for the Star Trek one. It was fucking epic, even though it, it was like, wow, too much. It was more than I could tolerate, but it was pretty epic, so I'll vote for that one. Mike? You know, uh, even even though uh, I do agree uh, about the, the lack of some of the older Doctor Who stuff, that Doctor Who was, was pretty kick-ass. Um, so this actually would have been tough uh, until, Damon, you mentioned uh, we have the potential for yet another Star Wars versus Star Trek. I can't pass that up, so I'm voting for Star Trek. Look at that. Look at us. I'm going to go physical fight. <laughs> <laughs> well, th- these are, are the tropes of a geek fight. Uh, somebody has already said iconic. Uh, we've actually said there are three of them. There's a shitload of spite. There's a shitload of spite. <laughs> we've got Star Trek versus Star Wars, and all we needed was a physical fight. And, uh, well, the other, the other one is which one would make a better exit, you know, an outro. Which all of them make good outros, yeah, so so that that fills all of the quotas for a geek fight, and um, <laughs> but I am going to go physical fight. Um, the Star Trek one is much much bigger and much stronger than the Star Wars one, just by virtue of being like five times the size. <laughs> so I'm I'm going to vote for uh, best Star Trek finale intro. Alan, is it a clean sweep? Fuck no, it's not. And for this reason and this reason only. Um, I was not a William Hartnell. Not, not, not that I wasn't a William Hartnell fan. I was unfamiliar with him stuff. And what what's the uh, Chuck and Brian have to film or, um, help me out with this? Is it Tomb of the Cybermen? Yeah. That the Hart- That's yeah. it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I was unfamiliar. I never watched the Hartnell stuff. There's not a lot of it available. There's more stuff now. But anyway, there's an episode called Tomb of the Cybermen. And just this little thing, if you guys go and watch it, um, you will actually see where they took scotch tape and taped on the head, like the handles of the Cyberman's head, like it was it was falling <laughs> off. And they fucking taped it on. I'm like, I'm watching. I'm like, hmm, that looks like tape. And I backed it up and. No, that's actually what they did. It's not fucking whatever. And uh, in a line from that episode, an episode of Doctor Who that I was totally unfamiliar with. Yeah, there's no Tom Baker in that one, but it does have a great line from uh, Tomb of the Cybermen. Uh, so for that line, for if, if all you Doctor Who fans out there, um, even guys turned into Tom Baker, go and check out the old stuff, Tomb of the Cybermen. Uh, great episode. So I'm going with best of Doctor Who, ladies and gentlemen. But Star Trek is moving on. Yeah. We've got our final fights. It is best Captain America intro versus best musical intro. 
and Star Wars intro. Best of Star Wars versus Best Star Trek episode finale intro. Uh, intro, intro, intro. I'm just going to say it a hundred more times. Brian, this one is yours. Best of Captain America versus Best Musical. Oh, sorry, dude. I'm uh, I'm going to have to do it to you again. <laughs> I'm totally voting for Best of Captain America. It was it. If somebody else hadn't put that one on the list, I was going to put that on the list because I'm pretty certain that that one is my favorite. Mike, uh, you know, Damon, there is one, uh, one more geek geek fights cliche that uh, that I'm going to whip out here, and that is quite simply America. That's not that much of a cliche. This would mean Chucker on. America. Go back but, to Russia, you know, bro. I, I, but I will pull out another one. Um, in my childhood, <laughs> you had AIDS. I had AIDS because everyone has AIDS. AIDS, 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 AIDS. AIDS. Where's that um, from? Is that South Park? It's not South Park. It's uh, uh Team America. Oh, America, yeah. America, fuck yeah! That's Come right, and save America. the motherfucking day, yeah, America, fuck yeah! Freedom, Freedom is the only way, way yeah. You know, we have two American connections Now you have to answer to America, America. fuck oh, yeah! So suck my buns and kiss on my balls. Shit, the motherfucking day, yeah. <laughs> my favorite part of that song is when they go slavery. Fuck yeah! And they're like, wait a minute. <laughs> go back and listen to that song. That's a, it's such a good song. My favorite part of that song is at the end where they just sort of throw in sportsmanship, books. <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah! But they fuck yeah slavery, and they're like, whoa, wait, whoa, wait, what? Uh, but yeah, I'm voting for Captain America because I'm not even joking. I, I truly do believe it is. It's his best intro. It does. It elevated that episode to a point where I believe Alan, you went. You you were interested in Captain America and wanted to find out more about him because of that episode. And it was a combination of having people who loved Captain America on the episode and that fucking intro. So I'm going to go with uh, Best of Captain America, Alan. Let me tell you guys about America, and this one's going out directly to Paul Wolf. A lot of people will identify uh, identify America with Ronald Reagan. And what is the number one thing the Reagan administration is known for? Ignoring AIDS. <laughs> Ronald Reagan wants Jared to die of AIDS. Fuck that. I want more intros. I don't want Jared to die of AIDS. I want him to get the treatment that he needs. I'm voting for best uh, best musical. And in the uh, black community, Ronald Reagan is best known for fucking the black community. We didn't care about AIDS. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, and making and making ketchup a vegetable. Oh, and and the crack a, a, a epidemic that he may or may not have had a part in. Um, <laughs> Chuck. Um. Yeah, I mean, it, Mike did make a good point. It's hard to ignore the American. Uh, aspect of it. I've been a, a big supporter of that. Um, but uh, just to kind of keep it, uh, keep the fight alive here, I'm going to um, vote for AIDS. You know, the Asians uh, made AIDS, right? Right, Chuck? Of course. 
Well, no. I was hoping you would go into a a tirade on why you hate Asians. At least it's a a continent thing and not specifically Chinese or Uh, Korean. They're they're bigger fans of SARS. (laughs) Anyway, uh, best of Captain America in the finale. Uh, Mike, this one is yours. Star Trek versus Star Wars. Do it! Hmm. Let's see here. Uh, I am... uh, You know, I'm going to vote for best of Star Wars um, only because they're they're both great intros and best Star Trek is epic. But it, it, it is almost not an intro anymore. It's almost a segment of the show. It's a recap of the previous two episodes as much as, as it is about uh, Star Trek episodes. And Jared had actually done intros for the previous two that, uh, that were, were more of his traditional thing. Um, so because uh, best... Uh, of Star Wars is is really the, a classic, iconic geek fights intro. Um, it's, it's clever. It goes in directions you don't expect. It uses the sound clips uh, in in really a spectacular way. I mean, they're they're just li- some of the some of his intros are, are actually longer extended uh, pieces of audio, but these are all very 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 quick, and and they're assembled in a way that that really creates this this sort of beautiful soundscape summary of, of what star Wars is, uh, while still being kind of critical of it in spots. So, uh, so yeah, I'm going to go with star Wars. You went with star Wars. I'm going to go with star Wars. Cause fuck it. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. Cause fuck it. I'm going to go star Wars. Alan. You're going best of star Wars, uh, from over best of the star Trek episode finale. Uh yeah. yeah. You guys are fucking out of your fucking minds. Um best although it's long, even people that aren't fans of the show or are not really familiar with it, if they go back and listen to that episode and listen to that 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 uh that intro, it more than any other episode on this list encapsulates what geek fights truly is. And geek fights has a lot of different facets. It has coming up with something completely stupid, you know, coming up with a clever geeky argument. That's weird and bizarre, but you know, interesting and all that shit. But what the best Star Trek episode finale truly is, is a photograph, an audio snapshot of everyone's passionate love for science fiction. Not just for Star Trek, but just the the genre of science fiction. And you have every intro there, or, or every person talking is giving a heartfelt opinion on what they're talking about. And it is 12, 12 minutes or whatever the fuck it is of complete unadulterated passionate glory um i i like the best of star wars believe me i got jared on the phone i hadn't talked to jared uh, you know since he was was in vegas and i got him on the phone and said hey dude um best of star wars kicks ass but um the best star trek uh or best star trek episode finale 
is what Geek Fights is all about. I thought you were going to keep talking. <laughs> Chuck? Oh, we got Darth Vader oh, in the background. Uh, someone breathing heavily over there. What's going on? Um, all right. Sorry, I was masturbating. Oh, nice. Okay. All right. The Jacker. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Best of Star Wars is great. Um, Best of Star Trek is better, like I said. Uh, uh, every time we do Star Trek stuff, everyone on the show is very passionate. Uh, uh, they know a lot about Star Trek. And, okay, it's longer. Sure. Well, you got 12 movies and, like, 726 episodes as opposed to six movies. And you could say, oh, well, there's the Clone Wars and other Star Wars, but that's not technically canon. You got G Canon, these ridiculous level of canonicity. Whereas uh, Star Trek, it's all canon, uh, it's all in the same universe. Um, and uh, also, the argument that it's too long, uh, I think, is uh, uh, just not legitimate because, again, like uh, we're dealing with a show that if we have a short episode, it's two and a half hours. Um, so uh, I think it kind of sums up geek fights. It's people getting super passionate, um, maybe long-winded or bogged down in details, and sometimes that's some of the fun stuff about this show. So uh, best of Star Trek. That's some of the fun stuff for you people. Uh, Brian? Let's see. Well, let's see. Uh, yeah, that's... That Star Trek thing is just incredibly fucking long. It's oh, it's so long. It's so like my so, dick, <laughs> so. but not nowhere near as wide. But it's it's just like yeah, it, uh, which is too bad because I'm voting for it because you realize that not only was he like wearing a pimp cape, but he had a finger roll in space. Okay, let look. The only black man in space, as far as George Lucas was concerned, was a straight up pimp. I, I, that's like, and, and, you know, that makes the only black person in, in the universe being the, uh, telephone operator actually a step up. So I got to vote for not Star Wars. And the best Star Trek episode finale is in the finale of this oh, fight. Ho, ho. We've got best of Captain America versus best Star Trek episode finale. Alan, this one is yours. Yeah, fuck. Which one is it going to be? Fuck. You know what? Honestly, I don't know. Uh, okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give the the points of uh, fairly quickly. I'm going to give the points of uh, the positive points of each one. Um, and sit on the fence, and I'm gonna. I, I let me make my points, and then be the last vote. Um, the one thing about Best of Captain America, and I, I, I was trying to save this, but Darren or uh, Darren Damon outed me. Um, I was listening to Geek Fights. Hey, da, 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 Best of Captain America. I remember seeing Captain America when I was a little kid, like in the 70s, and like, yeah, this looks fucking dumb. Because that's when all the, you know, it's 1976. I don't know how old I was in 76. Um, oh, I was uh, nine years old, actually. Um, 
and that's when the whole bicentennial thing was going on and the Captain America thing just seemed dumb. And I was just like, Ugh. I saw the comic books and like, where are the Spider-Man comics? This is, ugh. um, and I listened to that episode. Of course, it's a great intro. Um, listened to the episode. I was like, fuck. And that's, and I think it came out on the 4th of July and the Captain America movie was coming out. And I was just like, Oh, here's another shitty ass fucking comic book movie and who fucking cares don't know anything about it um listen to the episode and it more than any other episode of geek fights of up to 100 i think this episode is 172 or three or something um made me want to go out and see something that i was not was in no way interested in um it's a great intro and not not just the intro but the show makes you want to go fucking get into Captain America. And I talked to Paul story, I think at the, uh, uh, C2E2 and, and, uh, and he, I think he wrote a story for Captain America. And, uh, I think I told him like, Hey, do that. That Captain America episode was great. It's like, Oh yeah. You know, I was like, I was really confused of like, why would someone like Captain America? It, it seems so dumb, you know? Uh, and I like the movie too. Good, really good movie. Um, the plus side for star Trek, uh, or star Trek best episode finale is uh you get a read on everybody i mean it just is science fiction geeks not painted as idiots not painted as weirdos it's an episode that has everybody truly talking about what they like to talk about um and it is geek fights and honestly, guys, I am on the fucking fence. I could not be more 50-50. So let me, let me make my choice last, if that's okay. I know that's been a fucking bullshit move, but let me go last. I'll let you go last when it's already too late, um, <laughs> Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I agree. Um, uh, uh, what was just said about the Star Trek episode, um, I will say in terms of being professional, uh, best of Captain America is more polished. It's tighter. Um, if you were gonna, you know, for for actually use something on a real actual radio broadcast, that was is what would be used. Um, but I think that the best of Star Trek, uh, best Star Trek episode finale um, was both well done and sure was plotting maybe or or long winded, um, but had a lot of people talking about Star Trek. And again, again, like I said, this is kind of like a marathon show where we keep going further in the discussion. And um, even the fact that Jared decided to make it this long um, also shows like how passionate he was about the subject. Uh, um, so not only did I think it was well done, but also uh, the fact that Jared made it so big and epic and put a lot of uh, work into it, I think uh, that, that speaks... Uh, you know, a lot for it, so that's why I'm going for it. Brian? Uh, let's see. The Star Trek intro is probably... Well, the Star Trek, the uh, best of Star Trek episode is probably the most epic episode of Geek Bites. It's probably more epic than the uh, Star Trek Star Wars showdown where Itchy wins. It is probably more epic than the Kurt Russell uh, Nicolas Cage showdown where King Tut's asshole wins. 
it is it is it is it is a it is it is it is a it, it is a geek fight episode of Rob Dignaggy in proportions. I like using that word. I rediscovered that word, so I'm going to use it. Um, I probably think that of of all the pieces that were put together or that were offered for this fight, the uh, Captain America and the uh, and the and the uh, Star Trek. Are are two are Jared's two best pieces? I really do. I think that, and they're op- they're opposites of one another. Um, they're both they're they're similar in that they're both great great pieces of storytelling, except that the the Star Trek one is sort of a recap. It's it's kind of telling everything that came before whereas the Captain America one is kind of distilling in essence what the character is um I love the Captain America episode I'm in the Captain America episode um but ultimately, I guess I'm going to have to vote for the Star Trek episode because, as I said earlier, this whole geek fight is about blowing smoke up geek fights' ass. And the uh, Star Trek episode is the geek fightiest geek fight that, that comes to mind. So I guess I'll have to give it, give it the nod in this case. Monsignor Ortiz. Uh, I'm going to vote for uh, Best of Captain America. Uh, I love Best uh, Star Trek episode finale. Um, it is certainly epic. Um, but like like you had said, Brian, it is a recap. And uh, Jared does a lot of great uh, intros that are basically just a reminder or a summary of, of what we're going to be talking about. Um, clips and bits to make you go, oh yeah, I remember that. But Captain America has has got this weird kind of layering going on. You know, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm I'm reading into it. But but there's this weird weird comment and weird discussion kind of going on in that in that uh, intro. It starts off with uh, over the rainbow which is uh, fairly fitting. I mean, that's from 1939. So it's, it's, you know, just, it predates Captain America by a couple of years, technically. Um, but it's, it's still, you know, right. And starts off. It's a period piece. Uh, and, and that song is from the movie, the wizard of Oz and, you know, which is set in Kansas and this kind of wonderful mythic realm. And it's almost like this sort of blending of fantasy and reality or more specifically reality and, you know, as they find out, it's all a dream. And what kind of dream? An American dream. What what else symbolizes the American dream but Captain America? And you get that interplay of of FDR and uh, Churchill going back and forth. And I think it's really interesting that in this America episode, Churchill's speech is more compelling because it's kind of the warrior speech. 
Uh, and, and it certainly sums up Captain America more. FDR is rallying a nation to war and, and Churchill is kind of waging a war. And then those two kind of blending together is, is just sort of a brilliant commentary on the two sides of, of Captain America. Uh, and then it goes into Patton, which is a, a hero, a war hero, but it's also, this is a fictional movie. It's not actually Patton that's doing the speaking. It's, it's George C. Scott. And, and then the movie, even though the speech he's giving is very pro-American, uh, in many ways, the movie was kind of a, an anti-war movie and kind of, you know, a commentary on Vietnam, which, which starts to get into weird, sticky political situation. And it ends with him saying, that's why Americans will never lose a war, which we did uh, right around the time that that movie came out. So there's this weird kind of politics and, and message uh, be, that runs through that that is far more interesting and sophisticated than has ever been done on any actual geek fight. Uh, I think it's brilliant. Uh, I think it, it stands on its own and it's better than, better than we deserve. So captain America. Uh, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to ditto that up. Uh, I don't know if it's better than we deserve, but the other thing about that intro is it, it fits it. You don't realize that Jarrett does not hear the episode until everybody else hears the episode. Uh, that intro, for whatever reason, fit the tone of the episode perfectly. And I think it's the first time that it ever happened where it was like the tone of the episode was like this. The tone of the intro was like this. And you put them together and you thought we did it all at the same time and everybody was in the same room. And it, it's, it's actually a magical, magical thing. I've got to vote for Captain America. It's all tied up. It comes down to you, Alan. You were on the fence. Which way are you hopping off? Oh, man. Okay, let me take a quick poll. Do you guys want the biggest dick move in the world? <laughs> what, AIDS? No, no, I'll he's going to rape somebody. I'm going 50-50. I'm, I'm, I'm split it either way. It's a tie. I, I, guys, this is a fucking tie. It's a fucking tie. I, I can't choose either way. It's it's not that I don't care. Both of them are they're right there. They're both right there. I can't say, oh, this is great. It's like I don't have a an urge, not out of not caring. Um, for Geek Fights intros, they're they're equally badass. I mean, this is a legitimate tie. It's a it's a tie. All right, then it's a tie. Uh, both intros are the winner, but as we all know, we are always wrong. The best intro of all time that Jared has ever done is the one that he's doing for this episode right now, which I have no idea what it will be because he doesn't know we're doing this. Ooh, Schwarzenegger is good, but no, he doesn't know we're doing this. So I just told him to do it. I was like, uh, we have no topic and we're about to record in 15 minutes. Go ahead and make up an, just make up an intro. Just make one up. So hopefully he makes up something cool or weird or strange, but uh, yeah. Thanks for listening. Uh, anybody have anything they'd like to plug, Chuck? Uh, geek fights. Well, this is like the second to last episode. Uh, yeah. so, <laughs> Brian, anything? Um, DPS. No, I'm not working for DPS. I know, but did you want to plug them? <laughs> no no god forbid i will like I, I will give a shout out to all of my friends who are working at dps this year i've got a buddy who's got 40 no he's got 50 kids in his classroom this year and 
his teacher Fu is strong. So uh, everybody who's still out there fighting a good fight, even though um, many of us in the educational profession are getting getting the high hard one, uh, I salute you, Alan. Well, speaking of high hard ones, I'd like to uh, to throw a shout out to my favorite porn site, Sex with Stephanie. That's sexwithstephanie.com. Hi, Stephanie. And also the incredibly beautiful, the uh, lovely Miss Crystal House and uh, her involvement with, of course, the Enterprise D Project, Restoration Project. You know, you could find Enterprise, I think it's Facebook, Enterprise Restoration. Anyway, hi, Crystal. And uh, hi to all my Star Trek fans and... Uh, or fans, friends, and all that jazz, and uh, keep on boozing. And, and uh, if you guys ever have a tough day, it's always a good idea to relax at the country club. You know that's my bridge. Goddamn it, that's my goddamn bridge that they're trying to restore. <laughs> oh, and one it, more thing. One more thing. I'm fighting yeah. in the uh, 2013 uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Senior Masters World Championship. So if anybody uh, hears this and wants to go out, to, uh, I think October 5th or 6th in Long Beach, California, I will. You will actually see me. Competing in the world championships for Brazilian jiu-jitsu. So, fuck you guys. Don't look for a black guy. Once <laughs> uh, <laughs> you go black. No, no. You, you easily and quickly go back because you really don't want to be a black person. At least not in this country. Um, <laughs> uh, plugs, plugs, plugs. Thanks to Karen. Uh, Chris Mitchell. Christy Woke. Mr. Ortiz will tell us about Week and Geek. Mike? Uh, yeah, I'm on Week and Geek. Yep. Uh, next week's episode is Best Jump the Shark moment. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> we've still never gotten that one to go, but we're, we're real close on that one. Yeah, we're we'll real make that close. One happen. We'll make that one happen. And and Babylon 5 is actually going to happen. There are like three people who were like, yeah, I gotta, oh, be, on yeah. That. I gotta be on the Babylon 5 episode. I yeah, gotta straight. be like excited to be on a Babylon Five episode, so I can't believe you guys are going to do Best of Andromeda. We're, why would we do Best of Andromeda? It's a great series. That would have been Jarrett's pick if Jarrett was going to pick Best. Uh, he would have picked Best of Andromeda. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, Jarrett didn't did. get a pick. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. What the, was uh, his pick? Best movie you haven't seen. Best movie oh, you've never right. seen. Yeah. So, yeah. And then uh, after that is the secret, uh, uh, and then Star Trek versus Star Wars, which we're going to record on the 28th of this month, Saturday, the 28th. So if you are by Skype, hit me up, J O E F A N 23, Joe Fan 23. Uh, I don't know what time we're going to start yet, but we're just going to keep going until it's over. How come I can't be on that one? Who said you can't be on that one? What do I do? Just. Did I just not say that any. Just. It September twenty eighth at that time, right? September. Is it just a huge like Star Wars, Star Trek free for all? Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, it's we're going back. No to old brackets. School. It's just this versus this, this versus this, this versus this. Oh man, just like the first finish, episode. We're finishing it how we started, and the, Jesus. The only difference between this one and the first episode is first episode we cut down to an hour because we thought podcast should be shorter. Now we realize <laughs> nobody gives a fuck. They just listen until it's over. Uh, <laughs> Uh, ooh, I want to say it this time, Mike. So say, say, say until next. Until next time. Keep fighting the geek fight. Good night.
I couldn't decide. So is this going to be a four-hour episode? Uh, no, we didn't. We no. started. We no. It's going to be. It's a three-hour episode. Oh, we talked for like half an hour before. Nope. We it's it's a three-hour episode. I know. Yeah. We started at ten twenty. Well, it's an average length. It's it's a three-hour episode. It's sixteen things. Oh fuck. It's two hours and twenty five <laughs> minutes of recording time. So yeah, I know. It sounds pretty interesting, though. It'll yeah, be I think uh, it'll be under three. I actually think it turned out better than I thought it would. This episode. I'm a huge fan of the intros. Mm-hmm. No, no, but I mean, talking about the, the intros. I yeah, talking sure I was, about ourselves is kind of. I was yeah, I wasn't sure how it was going to go, but it it worked better than I thought it would. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, this is five hardcore geek fights fans. We all have right. to be a part of the show. Yeah. <laughs> And now I'm going to listen to the best uh, Captain America intro again because it is my favorite. I got to go back and listen to that. <laughs> yeah, I can Pretty do awful. it right now. The pack is stoked. <laughs> Call it Paul. Call it Paul.
Mitchell's up already? Yeah, I guess he is up. Because he it's it's early week for him. So he goes in at six o'clock in the morning. You know, he 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 makes lenses that go into outer space. Like he's a highly trained individual, at least I'm assuming. Like, what the fuck? It's crazy. So we've got two people that have touched things that have gone to space that have been on our show. Who's the other? Uh, uh, Dominic. Dominic uh, isn't a rocket scientist. Actually, he launches satellites into space. Uh, don't forget Michael. What is um, what is Michael put in space? Well, he was abducted by aliens. <laughs> so he was put in space. Oh, dancing, dancing, dancing.